right, now we have one other item that we have to go into. And this is purely, purely a conceptual item. And it is the matter of deponency. And deponency is something that's difficult to illustrate in our language, but which comes up especially in Latin. Deponency is the laying aside of a more common set of forms to use a less common set of forms. Now, I'm going to illustrate this in Greek first, very briefly, and then I'm going to return to English to try to give you an illustration. Here is a new verb, decamine. Now, what's interesting about this is that there is no verb deco. There's no form deco. The form deco does not exist. Matthew, is there a form deco? Dictionary, would you find it? I think I would just find a depo Exactly. It's a verb. Exactly. This is a deponent verb. It has depono, laid aside. It's active forms. And now it only uses middle forms. Now listen to this. This is the point of the lesson. But they've lost their middle meaning. They only have an active meaning. Decamai means to receive. So, do we have an example of this in English? Well, we do, and we talked about this in English Review for Greek. I'm going to put this up again. It occurs in two places in the English language. One is in asking questions. He made money. He was making money. <laughs> he did. Now, don't contradict me. He did make money. All right, now, when we go to ask questions with these forms, we would say, oh, I don't believe you. Did he make money? Was he making money? Made he money? Huh? <clears throat> we don't say that. Made he money? What do we say? Did he make money? We actually use this formation. Did he make money? 
Well, now what happens here? Now we have lost the ability to use the formation did he make money to mean emphatic. And now what do we have to do? We have to do something extra, like use our voice and say, did he make money? Because the formation did he make money is no longer emphatic. So the formation did he make money is no longer emphatic. It's laid aside the ability to be emphatic. You've got to raise your voice now. And what happens is that this gets cannibalized. A more complex form gets cannibalized for a more simple meaning. And that's the same thing that happens here, Joel and Kevin, in Hebrew, where you go to the pl all of a sudden, which is supposed to have extra emphasis, and you kind of strip it of its emphasis. See? So, like, you never see, you don't find this, that the kal is, has the uh, uh, extra semantic emphasis of causative of the hyphia. No. See? It's always kind of going the other way. You take the more semantically full form and you kind of strip it of its extras and it's just the simple meaning. So when we say, did he make money? It's not in any way, any way <coughs> emphatic. In order to be emphatic, I've got to do something else now. Like, did he make money? Or did he make money? I don't believe you. You've got to add something on or something like that. Now, the other place that this happens, um, beside questions, is with not. So, he made money, he was making money, he did make money. Now, if I want to deny that, he was not making money. He did not make money. He made not money? No. I cannibalize that. He did not make money. And that's the issue that we had, you know, when people were translating at first, and people were going around saying, where's does? He does not see the virgins, or something like that. See, that's the problem of deponency. What we've done is, for negativizing, we have cannibalized this formation, which allegedly is emphatic. And we've begun to use it for this formation of simply saying he didn't make money. Now, in order to be emphatic, what do we have to do? We have to change our voice. He did not make money. He didn't make money. I tell you, he didn't make money. He really didn't, that's good. He really didn't make money. Exactly, exactly. So, those are the two places in English where we have deponency. In turning statements into questions, and in turning statements into negatives. Because in both cases, we use the do, does, did formation for the normal statement, did he make money? 
He did not make money. There is no way that we say made he money or he made not money or he not made money or he made money not. <laughs> okay, so with deponency then, what we have is you will see the form decamai. Decamai means I receive. It does not mean I receive in my own interest. You've lost that ability. You've lost the ability. Now we have some other uh, one, other verbs like this. The important thing at this point is to understand the concept of deponency. You're using middle forms but you're translating as if it's just active. And so then let's end with the stabbing question, which is, how would you do a middle of it then? Gotta pick a different word. You're gonna have to take a different vocabulary word there. So you have decamide. What do I do now, Matthew, if I'm going to say, I will receive Exactly. This will be Dexomai, and I do the same thing. Exactly right. The he goes to xi, and you put on the omai ending. Now, this is a verb, the verb like this is a full deponent verb. That is to say, it will be deponent in all of its principal parts. In all of its principal parts. Now, and this is the last point of the list. There are some verbs, there are some verbs that are deponent, strangely enough, only in the future tense. That is to say, the first principal part for the present is normal. The third principal part, which is the simple past is normal. The second principal part of the future is deponent. These are called future deponents. Why does this happen? Natural development of the Greek language. All right, natural development of the Greek language. Very good, sir. I don't know. It was something that Greek liked. They like to use the future middle form instead of the simple future active. Now, <clears throat> now, I can sort of guess why future deponency happened. I don't think anybody ever wrote on this. But you know, if I say something like, uh, uh, I will complete the project tomorrow, well, hey, I got a certain amount of self-interest, you know, I'm putting myself into this kind of thing. And this is as opposed to simply saying I completed it yesterday. So I will complete it. I have a certain personal commitment and interest in getting it done. I can sort of see why that developed, that future deponent. But regardless or irregardless, as you would say, Bar, of the, um, uh, of the reason for it, here's what you need to know is that there are some verbs that are future deponent. Now, those verbs that are future deponent, 
generally speaking, will also be irregular. Not always, but they are usually irregular. And I'm going to show you one right now, which is an extremely prominent verb. And that is the verb lambano. Lambano means to get or take. The future of Lombano is not, in the world of Matthew Creighton, Lombanzo. It is this. Yikes! Lampsamai! Lampsamai! Now you can see what's happened here with Lampsamai, which is this. First, it's become irregular because this is not this. Secondly, it's gone deformed, and you couldn't predict that. Now, as a matter of fact, before Tim gets chuffed, as a matter of fact, there really is a greater connection between Lamesomai and Lombano than you might think. And that is this. Any of these words that end with ano in the present, this on generally disappears in later principal parts. So, look at this. Then it's not that far away because the beta would go to a psi with a sigma added to it. Uh, did anybody here learn classical Greek, if you've had some Greek? Anybody who learned classical Greek, you learned this form as lapsomai. This was actually... That's what I've been saying. Yeah, right. That was actually lapsomai. And what happened is, it got regularized, you know, kind of like that, uh, uh, what would be uh, an example here in English? Uh, well, you know, no, where you have, you know, a little boy saying, I hitted the ball, you know, rather than hit, 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 hit it. So this becomes regularized because they snuck the me back in like that. But, uh, but anyway, this is a common, common development. You have an irregular verb. It's irregular also in the second principal part. When it gets irregular, it, and it's kind of like having HIV or something. I mean, you sort of can't get rid of it. Uh, it gets irregular and stuff just starts going bad in all the principal parts. And one of the things that will happen is, in, if it's irregular, the future will often get deponent. So, it's not lambano, you know, you could have lambano lampso or something. Now that itself would be irregular, but hey, it'd be kind of close. Well, then you have links, oh my. So it's gone irregular in terms of its stem, and it has gone deformed. Both of those things. 
Now, if you take a look, now would you open your books, please, and take a look at page 56. <clears throat> On page 56, I have a paragraph, number five there, down from the top, number five, on future deponents, I have three examples, 17, 18, and 19. And you'll notice three different things happen here on these future deponents. In 17, that's the one, uh, Mike, that we just talked about with Lane's mind. The stem went bad, and you got deponents. Look what happens in 18. 18 is really wicked bad. Not only does the stem change, there's no sigma there. So instead of pino pisami, it's just pitami. And you just have to know that. So there's no sigma. That's pretty unusual, that there's no sigma. And then example 19 is an interesting one. Foigo foixami. Here, the gamma, look up on the chart over here, the gamma is being used with the sigma to produce a C, but it went deponent on you. Now, that's pretty unusual for the stem to actually stay regular and to go deponent. Now, they will, I guess super technically, maybe you might not want to call that irregular, but everybody does. Because, why? because the form is not predictable. You didn't know it was going to go deformed. But that one is actually irregular in the, uh, sorry, it's regular in the stem formation. Foigo, foix, 